Hi, we've got a great episode for you today. We're going to be talking about God's blessing, how to get it, how to receive it, and can we even ask for it? Stay tuned. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Friday PM. Let's talk about it. <laughs> bless you, bless you. Welcome, welcome. Wherever you're joining us from in the world, welcome back to Friday PM. For our regular viewers, good to see you. For any newcomers, might be your first time. You might have just stumbled on it or someone referred you or shared the link. You're so, so very welcome. We hope that you're blessed with the Friday PM series. We're excited today. We are really, really excited about this great topic about God's blessing. We say, Lord, bless me. Lord, can we ask for God to bless us? Well, I want to find out because I want to know. So over to you guys. <laughs> uh, Christoph, why don't you start us off? You've got a scripture that's going to lay the foundation for us. Basically something that spoke to me uh, a long time ago when I stumbled upon uh, Andrew Womack's teachings. He's got, a, he's got a great series and he's called it, You've Already Got It, So Quit Trying to Get It. And, <laughs> Excellent. and basically the, the base of that uh, teaching was uh, first Ephesians verse 3, where it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And that's the basis of, of this teaching that, you know, every spiritual blessing has its yes in Jesus. The uh, Bible says that every promise of God has its yes in Jesus. And we're going to be talking about all these different blessings in the Old Testament. And it's incredible that, you know, we're in the spirit of new covenant, that we don't have to struggle anymore to receive anything from God, just to believe as we received salvation. We have to believe that we receive uh, His blessing. And we came from the point of struggle to the point of where we can just ask, and He willingly gives it to us because Jesus paid the price. So I believe that scripture yeah. is is great foundation of that topic. Mm. Excellent, excellent. Thank you, uh, Rachel. And then we 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 stumbled upon Jabez, or we thought about <laughs> you know this this Jabez prayer is tucked away in the. It's almost like a gem. You have yeah. to go and find it, right? Yeah. I mean, can you believe? If you're one of those guys that actually reads genealogies in oh, the, yeah, the Old yeah. Testament, you're the, you're the guy that's going to mine the gold. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're right. the, the prayer of Jabez was a big thing a few years ago. I think Bruce Wilkinson wrote a book. Actually, who, the who's who wrote books on the prayer of Jabez. And actually, it really is just this tiny, tiny couple of verses in, in First Chronicles. I'm just going to read what, what it says, because it's basically going through the genealogy of Judah, saying um, Judah, there was Judah and who his sons were and his offspring and all of that. And it came to this part and it says, now Jabez was more honorable than his brothers and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bore him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil that I may not cause pain so God granted him what he requested 
So his name was Payne. And he said, you know what? People are going to call me that every day of my life, but that is not what I am going to produce. That will not be the fruit of my life. The fruit of my life will not be pain. So it's kind of like, God, I didn't choose this name. I was given this name, but Lord, help me to be a blessing. And that's basically for me, what Jabez was saying. I'm not going to accept my lot and say, okay, yes, well, uh, my name's pain. And so, uh, you know, anything that happens in life, I'm just going to have to deal with it. He said, no, I'm not going to accept this. I, God, change my, almost like change my destiny, change, change my name. Names were so important then, you know, and it's like change my name, change my fortunes and let me be a blessing. And I think for me, it's just so, because it just goes, as soon as that he says that, just goes back onto the genealogy. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> quick in, quick out, boom, boom, it's right there. Yeah. Take it or leave it. Amazing, <laughs> amazing. Amazing. When we talk about blessing, right, say God bless me, you know, first thing that comes to my mind is stuff, Lord, you know, house, cars, material things, stuff that I need. New stuff. Am I on the right track, Charlie? Diamonds. <laughs> Woo! See, I started something. Yeah. Hey. is is that what we're talking about? No, no, Dan. Because I've really come to a place in my life. This is a real personal thing where I, I I'm just sick of the mundane. I don't know about you. I don't know about you guys. I, I don't want the mundane anymore. I'm ready for bigger things. And I believe the Holy Spirit's putting that in my heart to pray towards that. And I'm crying out. I said, Lord, I don't know what it is, but I, I want to see what you have for us. And I know, according to Ephesians that you read, there is so much more that is available to us. But I have made you too small in my eyes. And I'm thinking of the Linda Shazo song. I have made you too small in my eyes. Forgive me if I've believed in a lie that you were unable to help me. There's so many people out there who are dying of cancer, who are struggling with mental health, who have gone through the most unbelievable pain and are still going through it. And they have no idea that God can do this and bring them out of it. God is about to do something in this year. And I believe this is prophetic. I, I really believe it. And I have to be obedient. And I believe because two weekends, ago, two Fridays ago, we spoke about Joseph Prince saying, this is a year of rest, but not just that acceleration of blessings. Mm. There is a, a sublime blessings waiting and we must have the audacity to approach the throne of grace with boldness and say oh God that you will bless me that you will bless me and enlarge my territory we don't deserve it but Jesus came he said the kingdom is near what is the kingdom the kingdom is everything that the heaven can offer us um, Christoph, you just read that. He has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. John 1 verse 16 says, Of his fullness we have received grace upon grace, gift upon gift. And I'm saying, God, I've never even tapped into this blessing. I've made you so small in my eyes. I look at what I've got. I look at my 
mundane things. I've got blinkers over my eyes. Remove the scales. Show me how great you are, God, because this earth is looking at Christians and they're going, poor little Christians. And I, I, I refuse to be there any longer. I, I, am, I refuse it. Jesus came into heaven according to Revelation 5. I just want to read it in context because verse 11 says, Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne. The living creatures. Now just imagine this in your eye, mind's eye. Many angels around the throne. The living creatures and the elders and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain. They're talking about Jesus. Okay. Then they say to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing, it doesn't end. And in John 1 says, of his fullness we have received. Everything Jesus came to do on this earth is to show us the glory of God and what is accessible to us. He says, the kingdom is near. And you know, when the angel Gabriel came to Mary and he told her of this Yes. She was stunned. And you know, all that she could say is, let it be to me according to your word. And I'm, I'm coming to a place where I'm reading these things that I will receive power. I can receive riches, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, blessing. It belongs to me and you, to me and you. And I am ready to receive it, Lord. I'm sick of, I'm sick of sickness. I'm sick of pain. I'm sick of mental illness. I'm sick of people asking for me, us to pray, please. And you feel in your heart, you feel immediately, you go, oh God, that, <laughs> that's just too far gone. That guy can't be healed. Mm. Uh, I, I'm sick of that. And, and I want to repent and I want to ask the Lord for forgiveness and, and give me that faith. Mm. And and Peter, he said that my faith will not fail me. Yes. He didn't ask for anything else. He didn't ask for the Lord to take this cup away because he was really badly uh, tortured how he mm. died. And he said, no, he's, he didn't even ask for that to go away. He asked that his faith will not fail him. Mm. But uh, the Lord is really challenging me to build my faith, to believe. And so many times he, he was so disappointed with the disciples. He said, oh, <laughs> you have little faith. I believe many times, you know, that little scripture that says, and Jesus cried when Lazarus was in the tomb. And he said, and Jesus cried. I believed he was crying because of the unbelief that they could not believe that Lazarus can be raised from the dead. Yeah. Even Jesus relied on the um, miracles that people will know who he is. In these last days, we must not rely on the words of our mouths, but about what God can do through us. Mm-hmm. There's so many people out there, and we spoke about it, forgive me for talking so long, that want to debate and debate and debate about who God is and um, uh, and uh, creation and was it real and da-da-da-da-da-da. They want to debate. 
I, those days are over. I'm saying, God, I want to be like Moses, where he says, just put your staff out. And it, it turned into a snake. That is how he overcame in Pharaoh's court. Hmm. That is how Jesus overcame when he came. He did miracles. There is greater things for us ahead, really. And I believe it in this year. And I hope I'm stirring your faith to believe and to go to that crazy mm. faith place where we go like Jabez, that you would bless me and be, have the audacity to stand like Esther in front of the king and say, here I am. Mm. And he raises his scepter to you and he's willing to raise his scepter to us and say, we're going to walk and have our shadow cast over somebody. They'll be healed. Mm -hmm. I'm sick and tired of the mundane. I don't want to see that. Oh, a, a person in the wheelchair comes to me. Can you please pray? And you go, mm. <laughs> I don't think so. My faith. Honestly, I am sick and tired of thinking that mm -hmm. I've been, I've, I have been guilty. Mm. And I repent before all of you and before all of you. And I ask God, give me that faith that my faith will not fail me, mm. you know. Yeah. And to end of, I was just blessed because Gina, you're watching, you know. Gina sent us a wonderful card after receiving our calendar, just thanking us. And, and then at the bottom, right at the end, it was so encouraged me. It just happened two days ago. And she said, our God is big. Ask him for big things. Mm. And I said, God, you are speaking to me. You are speaking to me. Mm. John, and I think a lot of it is also lies from the enemy to say, I'm not going to believe these lies because it's basically a lie that says you don't have access or you can't ask or, yeah. oh, don't pray for that. And, oh, you know, you don't, don't worry. Someone else is going to pray for this person to get you. Mm. You know, it's almost Satan also restricts us with our lies, sometimes with our background. Maybe sometimes the way some, someone grew up to say, well, I don't deserve this. Maybe I shouldn't get anything. I'm not worthy kind of thing. You know, it's, it's sometimes, and that's what, that's what the, the Israelites had to, to conquer, mm -hmm. you know, to say we're not changing our mentality. Yeah. So God wants to change the way that we think and to rebuke the enemy's lies. Right? So we have the Jacob asked. Yes. Yeah. So can we ask? Can we say, Lord, bless me indeed? Yeah, well, there's, there are two um, accounts of, of, of Jacob. So there are more, but the, the accounts that I'm thinking of in Genesis 28, when Jacob is fleeing um, from Esau, basically, he's stolen, not only had taken the birthright, he's taken the blessing. Isaac has blessed Jacob as the older son. And so Jacob has to leave because Esau is mad and he's going to kill him. So he gets to this place and he sleeps the night. He's on his way um, to his to where um, Abraham is from um, there. And so he falls asleep. And he has this dream about angels going up and down on a ladder. And actually, God tells him how he's going to bless him. God tells him that he'll bring him back to this place, but he's going to bless him. And it, it lists all the blessings there. I'm not going to go into it. And Jacob wakes up and says, wow, that was a great dream. That This is a great place. Well, God, if you do this, if you keep me and if you look after me and if you bless me and you do all these things, then, you know, you'll be my God as well. Because at that time, God was known as the God of Abraham. And Isaac, he wasn't yet known as the God of Jacob. And so that's what Jacob said. Well, you know, if you do all these material things, then, you know, I'll, I'll serve you. You know, I'll, I'll serve you. And then he goes to Laban 
Um, we know the story about Laban. He get he marries the daughter and he works seven years for the daughter and then it's the wrong daughter and and all of that. So he leaves Laban's house. And now everything that God said at that time when he flew from when he fled from Esau has happened. He is blessed. He has donkeys. He has cattle. He he has so much. He has so many things. And he's coming back and he's he's, he's scared for his life because Esau was so mad with him. He knew that Esau was going to kill him. So he gets this place. He separates. He he sends um, lots of gifts ahead of him. Then he sends his children and wives another way. And then he's left by himself and he's by himself and he he again he goes to rest and then he wrestles with a man we say that he wrestled with God and he wrestles and this man that he's wrestling with asks him what is your name and he says Jacob and the name Jacob means supplanter deceiver and it's like in that moment Jacob realizes who he is, who he has been up until that point. And he holds on and he keeps wrestling with this man and he says, I will not let go until you bless me. Now, this was a different Mm. asking from the asking that he asked in Genesis 28. This is now Genesis 32. He, He knows he's got everything he asked for. He has been blessed materially, but it's not gonna save him from death. It's not gonna save him from being killed by his brother Esau. It's not going to save him. It's not good enough. It's not going to it's not going to take him out of this peril. He realizes he needs something more. He realizes he needs something more to hold on to. He realizes that he needs God. Hmm. And in that moment where his name is also changed from Jacob to Israel because you have fought with God and you've prevailed. That is where it becomes the God of Abraham of God of Isaac and the God of Jacob, and God sees him through. Mm. And so for me, there's just a contrast in the way. And, and I think that's, that's for us as well. Sometimes we go to God and we, we've heard all of this prosperity gospel and go to God and be specific and tell him what car you want what and tell him what want. color it yeah. needs to be and yeah. tell him what needs to be on the inside yeah. and tell him about the house you want. These things are small. God says, what are you praying about these? Why are you asking me for these things? I've told you, you don't need to worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear. You don't need to worry about those things. So when God is, when it's saying ask for big things, it's not about asking for big things for myself that I can have a big car and a big house and that I can have the best wife or husband and the best kids. No, those are, when when the rubber meets the road, they're not going to save you. Mm. They're not going to help you with that, that inner struggle, that inner what you need, that inner strength that you need, you're not going to get it from there. And so this is what we're talking about. When we're talking about God, bless me. It's not about give me this and give me that. It's Lord, you know what I need. I have no clue. Mm. You made me and you know why you made me. You know what my destiny, what I'm supposed to do here on earth. So God, bless me. Mm. according to what you thought about me before I was even born. Bless me. Let me walk into what it is that you have called me to do so that, Lord, I can fulfill that destiny you've placed on my life mm. to build your kingdom. Amen. What I picked up with uh, with Jacob, Rachel, is that the prayer changed from his needs to God's needs to pleasing God. 
and to sp- to ask for spiritual blessings, then all the rest came anyway. Yeah. Then the favor came with his brother, the forgiveness of relationships were restored. I'm sure he was multiply blessed after that, before that and after that. But um, men that were really blessed that we see blessed as in spiritual blessings, their family blessed, their generations blessed. And when you speak about them, there's blessing that you speak about is men that have seek seek the face of the Lord first. First seek the kingdom of God, yeah. all his righteousness, and everything else will be added to you. Mm. Um, so that, that's where it changes. Look at Solomon. First ask for wisdom. You know, God's work for his wisdom. He realized to do what I have to do, I need wisdom. I cannot rely on on the, this this thing between <laughs> this, this little thing. I can't rely on that. You know, God needs to give me something. I, the way that I want to operate is far superior than I'm limited to my own yes. body. Yeah. I'm limited, limited to my own in- intellect. So if I want to do great things for God, I've got to tap into something that's bigger than me, bigger than my physical stature, bigger than my thoughts, bigger than what I can think of. You tap into that, into that supernatural source, that, that source that's in, you know, the kingdom being kingdom minded, yeah. you know, it's yeah. kingdom mindedness, kingdom seekers. And that's why I've, I think you well, you also said, Sean, kingdom seekers, kingdom mindedness, yeah. um, you know, all of what God has for us. And then everything, everything will be added. Zach, I mean, we, we, we talk about material blessings. I mean, listen, we do need material things to, to, to do God's work. We do need money. Mm. You know, when we're blessed, we can give out. When we are blessed, we can do things for God. We can, we can prosper others. We can be a blessing to others. We can be providers. Um, Zach, you 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 had a kind of quite a unique upbringing because you actually grew up pretty blessed. Yeah. And then somehow was did it lie there? <laughs> well, I've been I've been blessed uh, in the fact that I've had much, and I've been blessed in the fact that I've had nothing. Um, I've been on both sides of the coin. And um, you sound like Paul. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> and you've, um, you've learned really, to be content. But I really, you know, I've mm. really gone from the highest of the highest to the lowest of the lowest, where I've been in debt and in, you know, no money, zero dollars in my bank account, bills to pay, um, credit card debt, um, you know, housing debt, stuff like. It, it's it's a not a nice place to be in. But some of those times, God used way, way, way more than the times that you know I was on top of. Things are, you know, had a lot of money. And I grew up in a, you know, in a, an environment that my parents had a, a good business in the Silicon Valley. They were doing really well. And then they got divorced and we moved. And the guy who bought the business ended up bank, uh, filing bankruptcy on half of the amount for the business. Oh. So they had to split what was left. Um, 2008 happened. All the financial things uh, collapsed in the entire world. And uh, and even as a family, we went from a really high place to a really low place where we we didn't eat out. We had uh, meager, you know, food at home. We still had food, but, you know, it was and we ate well, but it wasn't like, you know, um, even in that situation as a family, you know, we went from one place to the next. And God used that time, I know, to shape my family. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think sometimes we've got this misconception in the church and the body of Christ where we've taken from the world this idea of blessing means I have to have things, material things, or uh, as the world, you know, if if you if you listen to Hollywood or look at Hollywood, it's sex and money and power, mm-hmm. and those are like blessings for mm-hmm. what the world would see. Those are that's how that's when you made it, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, is when you can do anything you want with whoever you want at any point in time, wherever. And um, we've got that a little bit backwards. Maybe we take it from 
Job almost where, you know, God blesses Job in the end with double what he had. And so some people hang on to that and they're like, da, 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 this is it. But mm-hmm. it's not all about that because you can be given material things, but it can be a curse. Yes. You can be cursed with a yeah. lot of money. Yeah. Um, but you can be blessed with nothing. Yeah. And uh, in yeah. Matthew 5, Jesus was talking about, uh, the, you know, the Beatitudes. And he was talking about who's blessed. He said, blessed are those. And the first one that he says is blessed are those who are poor in spirit. Wow. Theirs is the kingdom of heaven. So wow. the riches wow. and the glory of eternity mm. belong to those who are poor in spirit. So he's saying, if you're poor in spirit, don't worry. You're blessed. I've blessed you because this is what's to come. And he lays out and each time he says, uh, blessed are these people for they have this. He, he lays out a, what we would look at and think that's bad. And he lays out the other side of the, the, the coin and he says, but this is why you're blessed. And we've got this, you know, sex, money and power. But on the other end of the spectrum, you know, God uses so he can bless you with things. But the world's counterfeit for relationship is sex. Mm-hmm. God wants to bless us with relationship. The world has a counterfeit of money. God wants to bless us with resources to use yes. for the kingdom. Yes. Um, power, you know, the world's counterfeit for respect. God wants to bless us each with respect among each other, yeah. among, be, you know, have this sense of respect among the outsiders well, that they would see yeah. you and give glory to God. So all mm. these things that God wants to give us, relationship and resources and respect, are only for the glory of his name, for the purposes of the kingdom here on earth that he can operate through us. And so it's it's something that we, but you have to go through that. You have to go down and in the kingdom of God. You've got to go down before you come up. Mm. You've got to go down. So when you come up, you know how to handle it. God's given mm. you the character. And we yeah. talk about, you know, the character to, yeah. to sustain the gifts and the grace that he's given. Yeah, that's great. No. Yeah. Well, Philippians 4.19 says, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Doesn't seem small, like just an adequate yeah. <laughs> amount. James 1.17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there's no variation or shadow due to change. And we don't have to work for this, just like you said earlier, Christophe. Um, we don't have to work for these blessings and riches. Mm-hmm. It's already been done. Jesus paid the price. He did all the work. <laughs> that is that is the <sighs> mic drop of the New Testament, of the New Covenant, mm-hmm. of um, what Jesus came to do for us. He, he, he came to give us that life and life in abundance without us doing anything. Mm. And just like in Ephesians 2, where it says, not of, of works yeah. that we can boast in ourselves. And, um, but it's by the grace of God. Mm. And we don't have to work. All we have to do is receive it. Mm. That's what he says. He's given us and all we have to receive. And so I'm being very much challenged to just go, oh, I receive it. Mm. Instead receive, of asking. And we receive by faith. Mm. Right. That's it's by the, faith. That's the method. The method of receiving is faith. Mm. Yeah. I mean, when you, you know, when you are hungry and you go somewhere to eat, you know, we went out to eat night. <laughs> when you go out to eat, especially if you pay some money to eat well and you don't eat well, you don't feel satisfied and you feel really short changed, don't you? But when you're really, really satisfied, yeah. you know, you feel satisfied, you feel fulfilled, you feel I've eaten enough. I feel, you get that feeling of, I have had enough to eat. I feel satisfied. Well, look what Matthew 
um, 5 verse 6 says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. That's what you said. You're so hungry. Blessed are those. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for the for they shall be satisfied. Mm. So, so maybe today the Lord is stirring our hunger mm. for righteousness because then we will be blessed, we will be satisfied, there will be abundance. Yeah. It's, it's foundational stuff and we, we are uh, being faced with it. Uh, the wicked people are getting more wicked and it feels to us like they are, have the upper hand but just like Psalm 2 says that God sits on his throne and he's laughing. Mm. And I believe Psalm 2 is for us now that um, the riches of the wicked will be transferred to the righteous. Amen. Mm. And, um, and it's going to be physical riches. I believe it. But we are also going to experience blessing, accelerated blessings in these years to come. The Lord will always do the reverse of what the world is doing. He'll say, I'm doing, uh, uh, I'm going to look after my children. Mm. So he's saying to you right now, I'm going to look after you. I'm going to look after my children. And we mm. spoke about rest in the um, a few cup, a couple of episodes before. And he's saying, you are my responsibility. God is a God of abundance and of blessing. And if you are under his care and if you are his responsibility, he will not let you go. His arm is not too short. His ear is not deaf. He thinks the world of you and he will give you everything that your heart desires if you delight yourself in him. And, you know, Psalm 23 doesn't say the Lord is my shepherd. I I want. He says, I do not want. You know, when someone comes to you now, I, I can imagine, would you want this? And you say, no, thank you. I do not want it. Give it to someone who needs. Mm. This is what God wants to do for us. And he's challenging us. And he's saying, will you have the audacity to say, yes, I receive your blessings. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So why don't we agree together? Rachel, could you say a prayer for us, please? Yeah. Lord, we just want to thank you that you bless us and that you have blessed us and that all we need to do to access your blessings is to have faith, to believe that your word, to believe that what you say is true. Lord, that every single one of us that has been born, we are made in your image. And it doesn't matter how anybody wants to denigrate us, that you have placed a value on us and you've put worth within us because your spirit is within us, your breath is within us. So, Father, we thank you for your blessings. We thank you that you've given us life. We thank you that you see fit to even give us character to carry the things that you want us to carry through life. God, we agree with that scripture that says, Lord, that we would prosper as our soul prospers. We don't want to prosper on outwardly and not inwardly. Father, let us prosper inwardly. Lord, and let it manifest manifest outwardly, but Lord, bless us on the inside, that we have faith, that we have strength, that we have hope, even in the most difficult of circumstances. Lord, that when everything around us fails, that we know that we are holding on to a God who doesn't fail, that you are unfailing, that your grace is unfailing, and that your goodness is limitless, that it is boundless and we give you all the glory for it. 
God, we thank you that we can walk in your light and walk in your truth. And Father, that we can fulfill the destiny that you have um, laid out for us from before the beginning of the world. So Father, we thank you, we exalt you, and we praise you right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Psalm 23 verse 6 says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. And uh, based on that, we're going to leave you with a song that says, The Overflow, and receive these words over your life. And may God richly bless you. Bless you and be blessed. So from all of us here, God willing, see you next time on Friday p.m. It's the place to be. See you soon.